It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. Well, hello, everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of a Sweet Truth podcast. I have my co-host over here, Sugar Shane. Hey, how's everybody out there doing tonight? Just a little reminder, we are on uh, twice live every week, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, you can check out our program anytime. You can find us on Spreaker on the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, or you can find us on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. Tweet us anytime. You can live tweet us during the show, whatever you like. If you have the Spreaker app, you can uh, chat with Sugar Shane as we do the program. And uh, the uh, Spreaker app is free. So, yeah, always a good price. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be free. Best nation in the world, donation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a while since we've been on. Um, what have you been up to? I've been trying to get some things together uh, with some uh, future endeavors I have, as uh, many already know about, and uh, start to shape up a little bit nicely. Um, some things are coming together. I don't want to go into it all right here, but right, some, yeah, the things are starting to look you know, a little bit of a positive direction. I've got some uh, people I've had, I've been in contact with, and uh, uh, that are looking to be a part, and uh, so uh, and some other help in other areas that I won't go into mention. But it's been really, really a good few days. I'll just say that. Oh, good. So I got a lot of people on board with the same vision. You know, that's the main thing. It's not yeah. about. Uh, like I put on, I put. I think I tweeted you in it too. It says it's not always about being with the best people, but the right people. And uh, you want people with the same vision as you have. 
You know? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the main thing. I mean, I want, that's why I, I, I don't know if you got to listen, but that's why on Tuesday I did the freak, we did the freak show. And I went into the segment where I was just talking about I want people with the same passion, man. I want people right. that when they get up in the morning, that's what drives them to want to do it, you know, to try to succeed. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's the main thing. I, if I can get people like that, I can, hell, I don't care who you are. I can mold anything, you know, help anybody do anything. I don't care if you got the experience or don't have the experience, but you got to first have the key element, and that's the drive and the determination to do it. So. Oh, sure. Without that, it don't make a damn. You can be Howard Stern good. It don't make a shit if you ain't got the drive to do it. <laughs> that's very true. And, uh, you know, that's probably true with a lot of. Oh, yeah. Anything. Yeah. I mean, anything. I mean, uh, you, you, you can teach people generally uh, a given set of skills. Um, but you, you can't teach them to be a good person. You can't teach them to have the proper attitude. Um, it's just not going to happen. Right. Right. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, there's only so. And, and you know what? That's true of just about anything. I mean, I've known quite a few people in the in the uh, uh, in the medical and the legal field and as much schooling as those fields require. I had a, a person who uh, actually worked for a medical school one time tell me that she knew that some of the doctors who were at the top of the class weren't necessarily going to be the best doctors because yeah. um, they, they, they weren't healers. They right. weren't natural healers. And uh, she knew that some of the best doctors were a little further down the line, and she always felt bad because she knew that, uh, you know, they weren't going to get the same opportunities right out of the gate that some of the other ones were. But in the fact of the matter is, is they, she, she felt much more strongly about them as doctors and as healers. And uh, so that, that's pretty much true of just about anything. Yeah, anything where I went to school at, as I've said before on here in the past, um, where I went to school, you know, I probably shouldn't have went, but maybe I should have. I don't know. They've taught me some things. But, yeah. high, you know, but hindsight being twenty twenty, I probably wouldn't oh, have yeah. went and spent the money, but it's all said and done now. But oh, yeah. I, it was a one-year school for broadcasting. I went to it, and um, 30 people, around 30 people started that class, and four graduated. 30 started and four, four graduated four graduated because you had some that i mean and, and that trickled down throughout that year they trickled down and, and you it kind of kind of the cream rose to the top so to speak within that year you figured out who was going to do what and who was going to make it and who was worth the shit yeah um mm-hmm. you had some that I, you had some that I don't know why they went there. I don't mean to be mean, but they had the radio talent of a snail. I mean, they just didn't. They did. They, they didn't have what it took. We had one guy right. that went there, and he was like, when every time he got on the air, he was, uh, "What we're going to do today?" And I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> that was it. I mean, I don't. I don't know who told us. He must have had some parents that gave him him false damn rules. You know, some people. Yeah. They'll tell their parents will tell them, "Oh, you can do anything. You can do it." But if you ain't got a talent, don't tell your kids that, man. Because all you're gonna do is screw them up. So I guess what they did is told him that he wasted his money because he was there about six months. And I'm surprised it lasted that long. But he bailed out after about six months. But. Then you had some that had talent, but they didn't have the passion, as I was speaking of before. They just, you know, 
come to class half-assed, didn't give a shit, and, uh, you know, just didn't give a damn about nothing. Some of them, we had one, he was there about a month, and he spent most of his time out in the parking lot smoking pot. And I'm, no, not, and I'm not against if you want to smoke weed, but there's a time and a place for everything. Yes, yeah, there is. And not sitting out in the middle of the parking lot worried about getting out of class for a few minutes so you can do that. I mean, right. you know, and he didn't do shit either. Last time I saw him, he was working tickets up at the damn Cleveland uh, queue. <laughs> So I mean, you have those, uh, you know, those videos that go on YouTube, and somewhere along the line, uh, one of those old videos of you popped up. It looked like you were at, uh, you know, at that school doing something. Um, Yeah, on YouTube there, I presume it was on your channel. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got one on my channel. I don't know which one you're talking about, but I know I do have one on there where I was doing something at my school. I'd have to look. So that at was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, that was kind of cool. Is that the one where I did like a uh, demo? Yeah, th- there was a, uh, a demo video on there, and then there, there's another one where, where you're sitting and talking about. Yeah, um, maybe that was part of the demo. You you were talking about uh, bringing businesses back to Cuyahoga Falls oh, or something like that. Oh, that was an interview with my brother-in-law. He was actually thinking about running for uh, one of the offices here in Cuyahoga Falls. That's my brother-in-law. That oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and he was running for office. So I said, "Well, why don't you come on into the studio? I do the North." At that time, I was doing the school radio station on Fridays. And okay. so I said, come on in, we'll interview you. And uh, I interviewed him. Yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we were talking about, <laughs> trying to bring. He was talking about bringing small businesses back to the local areas and, and everything. And Right. It was good. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I remember that. Good memory. Uh, uh, the um, uh, the news here lately, it's been crazy. It has been absolutely crazy. Uh, and as, as I always say, there's a little disclaimer i guess i always tell people that i really don't have a political slant i mean there's times when i guess you could say um, i'm conservative there's times when you could say i'm liberal but i I don't even like the term moderate and i'll tell you why i don't like it because independent that's what i like yeah that's a little better i like Uh, it it, because it represents what you think i'm an independent thinker yeah i would agree with that but i even that uh the term moderate for me it's still on that scale. Right. And um, I kind of like, I try to examine each given issue on its own merits. And to consider the people that are involved and how it's impacting their lives and so on. And I don't, I don't try to put it through a filter first. You know, there's certain things that my principles just won't allow. So therefore, blah, 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 this doesn't get through and that doesn't get through. That to me is not, uh, it's not, it's, it's not a good way to go about things because you're, you're excluding things that are very important Hmm. no no matter what your slant is. Right. And, uh, I was, I, I, I believe you caught the, the, the tweet, with um, Megan Kelly and um, uh, I forget her name now from NBC News from the Today Show, I uh, I, I happened to catch that early one morning, and um, uh, what they were talking about, and they actually had a very well balanced discussion, and um, I tweeted them, and and uh, the one acknowledged the tweet, which was you know the girl from the uh, Today Show actually acknowledged the tweet, which oh, was that's cool, yeah, that's yeah, cool. It's pretty cool. But I, I was real impressed with the fact that they, you know, they just didn't come out and make this, 
emotional, uh, uh, one-sided view of, of what's happening down at the border. You know about the about the children being separated from the from the parents as they're coming across the border illegally, and uh, you know she pointed out that there is a legitimate concern that children are being exploited by certain illegals just to you know get into the country. Yeah. So you true. Yeah, you have to be very careful to discourage that. But by the same token, you know there's. An enormous amount of people there with the best of intentions who are getting, you know, separated and, and you know, treated, I would say, harshly. And I, I, this is where the argument goes. There are those who say that support, you know, border security, which I do. I, I do believe you have to have a secure border. Oh, yeah. You can't just let everybody in. Right. And uh, th- their point is, is just by crossing the border – you know, you're committing a uh, a crime. And when you get arrested for a crime, just like a citizen gets arrested, if you got arrested, uh, you know, shoplifting, you know, you're going to get separated from your kids. Right. <laughs> okay. And because uh, you, you, you're going to have to go to jail. And typically what they do is they put the, the, the children, in, you know, in different holding centers and all that. And that's that's become an issue. And I'll get to that. But what what happened here in May is when they mandated a zero-tolerance policy, you had a situation where everybody everybody gets caught in the net. And typically, just crossing the border illegally, unless you get caught with some sort of contraband or something like that, just getting, you know, caught up, you know, trying to cross the border, that's generally just a misdemeanor. And what happens, you might get taken in, but most prosecutors are not going to mess with a whole stack of misdemeanor cases, and they're going to dismiss them. So typically within a very short period of time, I don't know if it's hours or a day or so, all those people end up just getting released back over the over the border or, or something else similar done with them. They get sent to a different department to have their case reevaluated or something like that, but they generally do not end up in the legal system. Okay, now everybody, everybody that sets foot across that border is getting hit with a, uh, you know, being arrested. Right. So now it's, you know, every case has to get taken care of. So you have, from a legal standpoint, you have a monumental amount of cases. Yeah. And, headache. And you have an enormous amount of people now. That are getting scattered all over the place because everybody is getting separated. So the concern now is, is are these people going to be able to be reunited now to, uh, you know, obviously yesterday or so, uh, President Trump signed that um, that order that, um, you know, uh, made it so that they didn't have to be separated, although it's only temporary. The Congress has to come up with a permanent solution. But in the meantime, there's been thousands of people that have been separated, and their track record on keeping track of some of these people and all these, I don't know if they're foster care systems or or child care centers or what they are, um, they have a tendency to get caught up in in different uh, programs and getting them back to the parents after the parents have to go through a prolonged, you know, thing and through the legal system sometimes can take a long time and sometimes it doesn't get done. 
So I'm not exactly sure what the point of all this was. Um, it seems like to me, I understand conceptually that when when someone is arrested, you know you don't get to, you don't get to go to jail with your kids, right? Um, but by the same token, when when you raise the 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 the, sever- the, the severity to zero tolerance. Um, you know, you're, you're, everybody gets caught in the net. And the only problem I have with that, I, I generally do, and here again, I'm a, I'm a law and order person, but I don't like zero tolerance policies and I don't like um, mandated sentencing either because it ties the judge hands, okay? There's always going to be times when there's an exception to the rule. There's always going to yeah, there's always going to be times when there's extenuating circumstances. Well, I heard about one today about a kid that had Down syndrome that was separated from their parents. Yeah, and uh, but I just mean in the legal system in general. That's right. why I don't. That's why I don't like zero tolerance policies. That's why I don't like mandated sentences, where if you get convicted for something, you you have to go to jail for X amount of years. The judge doesn't even have a say so in it. That, that's where I, I don't like, or, or minimum sentences or what have you, because there's always going to be an exception to the rule. And I like the judges to have a free hand all the time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one thing to allow, you know, severe sentencing in certain situations or to have, you know, more severe penalties um, at the judge's disposal when somebody commits a certain crime. Uh, but it, it's another thing to say they have to be used in all cases. That's another thing entirely. And anytime you have these zero tolerance things, you know, th- there's people that are going to have exceptions to the rule that are going to get caught in that. And, you know, in, in regard to what you're talking about, um, you know, you have children with special needs. A lot of times uh, some of these children have been very young. You know, the, I, I heard a couple of cases here today where, there were some that were less than a year old. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. I don't, uh, no. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I know what their argument is that some of them have committed crimes or their crime is going across the border or whatever, but there has to be a damn line to be drawn because that's ridiculous when you got somebody less than a year old separated from their mother. That yeah. is ridiculous. I think what happened here, and this is my own point of view. Sure. I think Donald Trump wanted to get his immigration thing off the plan. And as I've always said, I'm against illegal immigration because we need to have legals in this country. If you want to come here, do it the right way. I got Absolutely. no problem. I have no problem with it. I welcome you with open arms. I don't care what your ethnic, what your race is, what your culture is. I don't give a damn. Come on over, hang out, live with us. I don't care. Just do it the right way. But. I think what happens, he went down there for these illegal, the illegals, which he's always been said it's the illegal immigrants. Exactly. And, and, and a lot of liberals don't point that out. They yeah, say he's they, against. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't point that out, just like they don't yeah. point out the crime aspect of this deal. They always they just they just got him down there putting people in jails. That's all. They don't even get the whole issue. With, but I think what happens, he went down there with this deal, and it's gotten all out of hand on him. He wasn't expecting it to go as far <laughs> the way it did. Right. I, I think it, I think he just started. He took a spark, and now he's got a damn bushel on fire down there. Is what he's got. <laughs> that's the best way I know. That's a southern yeah. reference for you. That that well, he's just he, he's tried to spark something, and now he's got like a damn barn fire down there. I mean, it's like the whole damn place is ablaze. 
and that's pretty much what happened i believe that's why he's done this thing now where he's done a temporary thing because he don't want to you know he's got to save face some damn how but yet he don't want to pull out completely because then he'll look like oh i gave in right so that's what i look at it as that's my view i could be wrong but that's yeah. just a, that's what I see. I think he went down there to do his deal that he's been talking about doing, and when he did, it just hit him right square in the face because then he had all this shit going on. And there's a border patrol. Jack Casey was telling me about this the other night on the show, the Freak Show. He said there's a border guy that was working there, and he had to quit because he was actually told to separate two brothers from from each other from each other because one was hugging the other. Oh yeah. See that kind of shit can't fly, man. You can't. I mean, when you start getting like that, I mean, hell, we're only a step away from just trying to have a damn other Holocaust. Yeah. I mean, you can't have that kind of shit. Well, I I, I get that to a point. I I'm I'm as you know, I'm very cautious about throwing you know Holocaust references into right. Everything. I'm not saying we're having one, but but uh, because you know that that was all. A lot of people don't. Yeah, it, it, that's a whole other deal. But but right. but what I would say is this: you know, oftentimes what happens, getting back to children being exploited, it's just like in the uh, in the Middle East. You know, uh, when there's a uh, an airstrike going on, uh, a lot of times some of these uh, dictators and some of these you know, really bad people over there, they put kids in harm's way. They put kids where there's, you know, ammunition being stored. They, they put kids where there's strategic areas, okay? And when the United States comes in there and hits those areas, then they come out and say, oh, look at all these kids the United States killed, okay? Right. And, uh, it, you know, it, it, that works more than it doesn't. Our, our, our public falls for that. People around the world fall for that. And... Um, and I'm not saying what, what's happening at the border is 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 on that level, okay? But you just have it's to be there. very. But you have to be careful to the, about the fact that there could be a lot of people that have less than you know, the, of the best of intentions, figuring that they're going to get into the United States by dragging some kid with them that's right. screaming and crying, and you know, and 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 and, and it's going to look horrible when somebody comes up and says, "You can't come in. We got to take the kid." The only thing I would compare this, and I'm like I said, it's not anywhere. I'm like you; it's nowhere near a Holocaust. Right, the, right. The, the only thing I compare it to in that area, without the death and the gassing and all that that happened during the Holocaust, is you've got these kids that are five, six years old. That actually, I mean, my memory—I don't know about everybody else's memory—but my memory goes all the way back to the age of one. I got, <laughs> my memory goes back that far. Right, I know. You've said that before. Yeah, I, uh, I know that people think I'm shitting you, but there was a there was an event that for years I thought was damn dream. I thought for years it was a dream, and I was talking to my, my grandmother one day, telling her about it, and she said, that wasn't no dream, that really happened. You was only about one year old. Yeah. And I remembered it, like, vividly. Yeah. Now, not everybody has a memory that goes back that far. So for the sake of just, I think anybody can go back to five or six. So yeah. you've got a five- or six-year-old that's being separated from his parents. He's living inside of a, okay, spacious cage. Yeah. What's this going to traumatize this kid that years down the road, he's got to, you know, this is going to something he's going to live with. Will he get over it? Right. Probably, possibly. I don't know. But still, it's something that he's going to remember for the rest of his life. Right. That's what I think about. And being as a parent, maybe that's why I think of that. But... Th- 
I don't know. I would hate for my kids to be separated from me and living in a situation like that and yeah. knowing that they would have to think about that years down the road. Well, well here again, that, that gets back to what I was saying about having discretion because I would be willing to bet that most of the time, most of those border agents and, and certainly some of the more high-ranking ones can pretty much tell when this is a legitimate family. Okay. Right. And and these are people who are trying to escape uh, a bad situation and, and, and you would deal with that a little differently then when you'd run across somebody who's got some kind of flimsy story and you're not even and they they don't have any pictures of their kids when they were younger or anything like that okay now that's a situation there where where you're suspicious of that story but the way it stands now there's there is no discretion in those situations you don't have the ability to filter those things everybody gets thrown in the same pile and that's where, it, and you figure most of them are going to be legitimate, I, w- I would say, in terms of not meaning any harm. They just want to get out from wherever it is they're going. And uh, they should probably be treated a little bit more differently. You, you can't just let them in and mess, but there has to be a system that's a little better than, uh, you know, putting them in, in, into, the, in, in the, into the prison system um, without any vetting at all or very little of it. So. I didn't want to spend too much time on that, but that's kind of where it's a very complicated oh, it's issue. Oh, it's a big issue. I mean, it's all over the news, yeah, man. And, was... and, 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 and the, the fact of the matter is, when, when you listen to ideologues on this, you know, the left just makes it sound like, you know, we're, we're the, it's ruthless and they're just, you know, you know, and there are people making Holocaust references like, you know, like the, like the kids are being thrown into the gas chambers or something. And uh, then on the right, you have this thing, well, who cares? They came here illegally. What do you expect? You know, blah, blah, blah. And, and there's no nuance there. Okay. Uh, and that's something that's sorely lacking. Um, and, and even in our discussion here that Shane and I have had during this podcast, we're only covering certain areas. There's a lot more nuance to this story. Oh, yeah. And I, would, I would be willing to bet the people on, on the border have all kinds of different issues that you and I couldn't even imagine on both sides both pro and con for what some of those illegal immigrants try to get away with. And by the same token, I bet you there's some heartbreaking stories about some of those people needing help, you know, and uh, and everything in between. So I just wish that we would examine these issues. That's the only reason why I wanted to talk about it a little bit is well, just yeah. to give these stories some nuance, you know, that, that they're not as, as left and right. They're not as right and wrong as they seem. No, it's just we live in an age now where the media – whether it be conservative, whether it be liberal, they're going to give their own spin to it and then leave out the details of what they don't want to put in, you know, and you've got to, we need some people that are going to be non-biased that are going to give out like we're doing and give both sides of the story and realize that, Hey, it's not just black and white as you might think it is, you know, and that's the problem now. I mean, if you go to CNN, it's all, you know the bad if you go to if you go to the fox's praise it's all the good you know and you've oh, got yeah. to, you've got to you've got to be able to tell the difference and be able to know what's what that's why i try to encourage people to get their news sources from more than just those two because believe you me there's more than just cnn fox new york times there's a hell of a lot more news sources out there and a lot more accurate ones and ones that aren't biased if you know where to look right right so, right. so i mean Try if I if I was you, I'd steer clear of them two altogether. I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, there's some there's some de- uh, there's some journalists on there that are okay. That's not what I'm saying. But you but you get on there, man. They're not going to give you but one side. 
That's just the truth. If you, I mean, you can listen to the other side and then decipher and just, you know, kind of figure out which one's bullshit and which one ain't, I guess. But that's about all you can do. Right. Because, but. Well, you know, on a side note, and this is related, um, Melania Trump uh, apparently went to Texas today. Yeah, with a stupid-ass wardrobe. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe what there was this jacket, and kind of scribbled on the back, it said something like, I really don't care, do you? Yeah, that's exactly what it said, yeah. Okay, and uh, there was a lot of speculation about what this meant. Now, she said I have, it meant nothing. Yeah, but if you go, when you're going to go to a place like that, pick out a better damn source of clothes than that. That's all I'd say. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I would agree that it, it was a bad wardrobe choice. Um, and but she had publicly said she didn't like the separation of the kids. She publicly said that, or or she did it through a, a spokesperson. She said, said that the other day. Said what now? She didn't like the separation of the kids. Well, that's good. She said that before. She was one of the considered one of the leading forces behind Trump signing that. Um, all of the uh, um, of the ex uh, first ladies said it, and uh, she, being a current one, said something like that. Now she might have said it through a spokesman, but she said that 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 was something that was very bad. Okay, and uh, so I can't believe that after sticking her neck out like that. Um, that she would wear something that was in direct contrast to that. So I, I, I really am going to give her the benefit of the doubt that, that that coat, that jacket, had nothing to do with what's going down, you know, going down at the border. But with that being said, like you said, um, when you when you talk about optics. It, it was probably not the best thing to do. I mean, there, there, there's some people that that said that, uh, you know, here again, just speculating that it might have had something to do with all the negative press that the Trumps have gotten from the press. You know, so this was one of those anti-fake news fake stories. News, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I mean and that, but, that could but, be the case. And it could be either way. But the thing about it is, like I said, I would have just picked out something better to wear than that when I was going. I'd be like going to a daggum cop convention and wearing a something about I love pork shirt. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe you like pork and you don't mean what it says, but don't wear that to a cop convention. I mean, that's just like I've been places. I got a Bob Marley shirt, but I don't wear it everywhere I go because I know yeah. how some people look at Bob Marley. And I got Cheech and Chong shirts. I don't wear them everywhere I go because I know some people are going to look at it differently. I wouldn't wear a Cheech and Chong shirt to an interview for a job so I mean, <laughs> so so i mean you've got to know you've got to use your head this woman's supposed to be the first lady and should have better sense and i mean i know people that are trump supporters are going to back her all the way but you've got to have come on you've got to have common sense people and common sense is you know sells you you don't wear shit like that if you yeah. if you think that's okay then you just wear a Cheech and Chong shirt to your next damn interview then cuz that should be all right yeah apparently donald trump um did put in quotation marks i really don't care do you unquote 
Written on the back of Melania's jacket refers to the fake news media. Melania has learned how dishonest they are, and she truly no longer cares. That is what Donald Trump tweeted. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. You did see that? Yeah, I saw that tweet. Yeah, I did see that tonight when I was scrolling down through there. And, and that may be the case. But like I said, that's not how the public's going to see it when you're on the camera and you got liberals just trying to chew up anything they can find. You know what they're going to say. She went to the Texas border to say she don't care. I mean, come on. The woman does care. I don't think she's like that. No, I'd have to give her the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think she's. I mean, she's got kids of her own. She's an immigrant for God's sake. So, I mean, a legal one, but still an immigrant nonetheless. So, I mean, why in the world would she want to go down there and be like, that doesn't add up. I mean, that yeah, doesn't. Especially since she went against, you know, the policy, spoke out against the policy. Um, and that's something that first ladies typically don't do. And, uh, yeah, to do that and then turn around and do something off the wall like that, I don't, I'm not buying that. But, uh, of course, the, you know, the liberal media, uh, jumped all over it and, you know, tried to make her out to be as ugly as possible. And, uh, that's, I'm not sure where that, where that is. Hey, uh, a guy that I really liked here again, I'm not an ideologue. But I always felt that this guy was pretty fair. Uh, Charles Krotheimer. Yeah, I heard about that. 68 years old. Yeah, conservative voice and a uh, Pulitzer Prize winner. He uh, passed away at the age mm. of 68. Now, he, uh, he was injured when he was very young, uh, and that paralyzed him. Yeah, I noticed he had a little... I didn't know the story behind it, but I noticed he was a little different as far as when he talked and everything. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he struggled through that to become very highly educated mm -hmm. and uh, was very much a, a success as a writer and other things. But then I, I, I did not know that he had cancer. He had been battling um, cancer recently. Mm. And I believe it was a tumor in his abdomen. And um, he, he, I, the letter was really sad. He released the letter um about a month ago and uh, where he talked to the public and his fans and so forth and he said i leave this life with no regrets uh, this was in the washington post and um he says it was a wonderful life full and complete with a great loves and a great endeavors that make it worth living mm. i am i am sad to leave but i leave with the knowledge that i lived the life that i intended wow yeah. That's sad, but it's also inspirational. You know, he uh, he he overcame a lot of adversity. Yeah, to be able to do what he wanted to do, and uh, I admire that. I admire that tremendously. I had heard a story when he was recovering in the hospital bed um, after his accident that he didn't want to get behind in his study, so he he worked out a system where he had the you know he was laying flat on his back, but he worked out a system to where he could mount the book. You know, above his head somehow. Oh wow! Yeah, so he could look up at the book and turn the pages wow. to do his to do his studies. And boy, I'll tell you, that takes some real dedication. Yeah, that give you goosebumps right there. That's awesome, man. I like to hear stories like that. It inspires me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a that's a class act. I be, I tell you what, I better not hear no liberals on no damn Facebook or Twitter either one talking about glad the dude's dead or some stupid shit. I swear. Well, there's I'll been some me. really there, there's been some really horrible things. So, are but, you uh, see, are being said about? Not, I don't know about him. 
Oh. But in general, there have been some really mean, um, um, you know, things said across the board from from these people that supposedly say that uh, love trumps hate. Mm, good. Uh, now, you know Peter Fonda, what he said. No, I hadn't heard about that. And I, no, I don't know. knows. <laughs> I ain't a big fan of him anyway. No, no, no. Um, he never live up to his dad's standards, I can tell you that. No, 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 no. Um, let's see here. Uh, actor Peter Fonda actor. said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hasn't done anything since Easy Rider that was worth a damn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, he said, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Peter Fonda said that Baron Trump, now that's the son of Donald Trump, his youngest son should be separated from his mother and put in a cage with pedophiles, is what he said. God. These actors, I tell you what, and I love film. And I now, love he, now, he apparently he apparently has, has has backed away from that. Okay. Of course. Um, you know, and... Um, These people say shit, run off at the mouth, and then they say, that's the difference between me and them. I'll say shit, and I'll stand back. Them, they say yeah. shit, and they just want to, oh, I didn't really mean that, because then the heat gets yeah. in the damn pan, you know? And they're worried about, hell, what do you expect when you cut the heat up in the frying pan, the damn shit's going to get hot. You might as well just deal with it. Yeah. Say what you mean, you mean what the hell you say. Apparently, he did apologize for the what was called a um, highly inappropriate and vulgar tweet. Yeah. Think um, about what the hell you're going to do before you do it. Yeah, um, no matter what your political leanings are, um, you know, I, I don't like it when the children of, of these politicians are drawn into this stuff. Now, it's a little different when they're older kids and they choose to be in, in the political arena. Right. Okay, but, well, you know, when, when you have a essentially a very young man, you know, 11, 12 years old, he's he's not out on the stump. He's not making speeches. He's just trying to you know live his life and grow up. I didn't like it when it was done to the to the Obama girls when they were young, um, and I could go on here. I didn't like it when the when the Bush girls were were, were used as fodder when they were very young. I didn't like it when Chelsea Clinton uh, got drawn into that stuff. I, I I just don't like that at all. Right, I, and I'm talking you know when Chelsea was real young when when he first when Bill first became. Uh, president. I'm not talking about now. Now she is a political figure. Oh, but. no. Yeah, they were making fun of her and all that and how she looked and all that kind yeah. of shit. Which yeah. I remember that when she became, whenever he took office. Right. Yeah, that's just not... Uh that's just not cool, man. That's no, not. You don't make fun of people's. You don't make fun of people's kids, man. They're not. They're they're in the limelight not not by choice, but because they have to be. Yeah. And to make fun of them, that's just that's, that's gutter fucking t- thought, far as I'm concerned, and no reason for it. Right. You should never throw anybody's kids in there. But, I mean, if you want to talk about the candidate because they chose to be there, that's up to you. But to sit there and talk about the kids and the wives even, I don't even, th- I don't even think Melanie Trump should get all the damn grief she gets. She didn't choose this shit. No, no. And And, and what gets me, this is what really I find here again. I'm not an ideologue, but and there's plenty of hypocrisy on both sides. And when you hear these people that are up in arms, anytime uh, somebody adopts a uh, um, you know a Spanish accent or a Latino accent and, and says anything that, that that's that's totally racist. That's that's, that's the horrible, most horrible uh, thing in the yeah. world. 
But they turn around and do it to Melania all the time. Oh, yeah. They, they use her accent all the damn time. That's all right. Yeah. We, and, live, in double, uh, we live in a double standard country, man. Double standard yeah. all the way. And, and, and the thing about it is is she speaks more than one language. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, more than just English and her native language, she speaks a bunch of them. I don't know what all they are. They all are. But how many people do you know are multilingual? Yeah, not very many. <laughs> and there's not very many. So, yeah. I mean, uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, that's very unfair. I'll, I'll, I'll end on this story. Um, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm a science buff. Right. I, I enjoy science. I enjoy space and all that. And NASA has, uh, this is according to NBC News, NASA has updated its plans to deflect uh, potentially hazardous earthbound objects like asteroids and, and so on. And um, let's see, it's called the National Near-Earth Object Preparedness Strategy and Action Plan. Uh, this just got updated here, I guess, within the next day or so. And it talks about um, how we would deflect something that we found that was uh, potentially on a collision course with the Earth. Hmm. And, and, you know, quite frankly, I don't understand why there hasn't been. Right, why it hasn't been sooner. Yeah, why they haven't done more sooner. Because we all, you said the other, in a while back, we got pretty close to being hit by, you know. Yeah, there's been, um, you know, to me, when, when something, and then here again, these haven't been, from what I understand, these haven't been objects that would destroy, you know, like like what what hit what, when the destroyed the dinosaurs and all that. This, you know, but they would have been on on the level of, of let's say an atomic bomb going off. Right. Okay. Uh, like say Hiroshima or something like that. That's devastating uh, enough. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and and that bomb, by today's standards, what what those nuclear bombs are capable of to date. I mean, that was a relatively small explosion. Okay. And uh, but it would take out an entire city, or at least a part of one. And uh, these objects, when, when you're talking about them passing by Earth, that's within the distance of the Moon's orbit. That's pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's pretty damn close. When when you consider how vast space is, and something came that damn close. Moon's not that far away. When you, I mean, it is yeah. for us, but it's not that oh, far sure. away compared to this. You know, the the space itself the universe itself it's oh, not that no, far away that's like going you know across the street it's just a you know a couple of days trip and you're there you yeah. know it's yeah. uh uh it, it's not um um you know so far away that it takes six months to get there no <laughs> yeah uh -uh. it's not like going to mars or something this is this no. damn close no. no we're not talking millions and millions of miles or anything like that so um, when I hear about these things passing through, you know, it, it, and it seems like it, it happens every so often. You know, every once in a while you'll turn on the news and you'll hear about one of these things. Yeah, I saw an object about the size of a school bus, you know, it passed Earth. It was just right outside the moon's orbit and blah, blah, blah. And they just go right under the weather or whatever. And um, it, 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 you know, sooner or later, <laughs> one of them is going to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, eventually. Uh, and, uh, you know, and well, there have been one strike. There was that one in Russia a few years ago, as you probably remember. Yeah. 
that one that exploded and the whole sky lit up and everything. Um, and uh, there have been some pretty significant... Uh, I, I was out to uh, uh, Meteor Crater out in Arizona. And uh, let, let me tell you something. That's a big hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a fascinating place to go to. Well, f- for somebody like me, it is. I mean, oh, I'd, I'd love to go. It's, yeah. it's not like Disney World. I mean, if you're, you know, it's not like that. But but to me, uh, to know that something from space hit in that area and made that big hole, um, and you can, there's a museum there, and there's a uh, you know a bunch of other stuff that you can check out. I, I found it very fascinating. Um, but now, you know, is, that was. Go now, ahead. Is, is the space force going to be involved in this? Well, you know what? I don't necessarily feel that uh, that that's as crazy as it sounds. I don't know exactly what it is, to be honest with you. I can't judge it one way or the other. He, I don't like. Let me just say this real quick. If you want to ridicule the term space force, and like he's talking like the air force, you know, army, whatever, and he he wants to make another branch of the, of the defenses, right? You know, the, the, I I don't find that being as silly as it is because right now. Um, going back to Sputnik, okay, the space race was about our defenses. Yeah. All right, and, and and a lot of good came out of it in terms of scientific research, medical research, uh, fire retardants. Um, I could go on and on here. Aeronautics, the you know the microprocessor, the technology that we use in our hand every day. That was that that was all, all that in one way or another, shape or form, came from the space program. Right, but it was really about not letting major countries get up on us in space. True, and uh, uh, you know China has a very uh, uh, aggressive uh, space program, um, and, and Russia does too. And here's the thing: if 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 a major, a lot of people don't really here again they, they don't put a lot of effort in really researching these things, but a strategic attack on the United States, either by a major country or by a, an advanced terrorist group, do you know, do you know what the first thing they're going to do? They're going to take out our satellites. That's the first thing oh, they're yeah. going to well, we'll have to talk on that later. We only got about ten seconds left, so I just, but we will get into that because I would like to talk about the space force. But we'll get into that Monday night. But we'll be back Monday night, ten o'clock. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. Babe, wake up. Babe. Oh, oh no, the room's on fire. Woo, woo. Oh, it's uh, an alien invasion. Pew, pew. I guess I'll just eat this egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Or... Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an egg McMuffin or a sausage McMuffin with egg. Each made with real butter and a freshly cracked egg. Price and participation may vary. Can it be combined with any other offer or combo meal? Limited time offer. Single item at regular price.